This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 and ESPN690.com. This is the second time in eight months that there have been trade implications here with this player, a very good player. And so um, I think a lot of people I speak to around the league believe that their relationship is just running its course. There's been too much smoke around it. Um, the Jets clearly don't want to do a contract right now for a guy who has fourth year left on his rookie deal, a fifth year option, and a potential franchise tax. You have his rights for a long time. It's not like a quarterback or a position you have to get done. And so I think... Yeah, from my understanding is the Jets are saying, hey, let's get you back in the offseason program. Let's see where things go. Let's keep in touch on it and, and kind of play and keep away. We're uh, Jamal's taking a stand now. I want it now. That's Jeremy Fowler from ESPN talking about Jamal Adams of the New York Jets. Talented safety, a top five pick a few years back. Jaguars were interested in Adams, too. I know they liked him uh, a lot in that draft. Would the Jaguars be interested now? And a guy that looks like he's having at least some problems, some conflict with his organization. Does he pull a Jalen Ramsey or a Yannick Ngakwe? Does he find himself out of there? Would the Jags be interested to pull the trigger? There's been uh, some conversations about that in the past, especially when you think of Jan. Could they trade a guy like Jan to the Jets, get Adams in return? Is he, is he, is that that much of a piece back there in the secondary? Is it that valuable of a piece to maybe trade some capital or even a player? Uh, of even like a Yannick Ngakwe's uh, stature. But I'm just thinking, would you look into it anyway? Forget about Jan on this part of it. Would you look into it? Uh, we're going to talk about that right now. Brent Morton, Austin Lane, Coos. Before we get to that, I, I, I had this uh, – Coos is mentioning all sorts of stuff today, like in commercial breaks. Yeah. And so there's the, the some of the new protocols that are in place in a lot of workplaces – Include like if we're not in here, we need masks yep. uh, or and gloves to like if we're in the uh, lunchroom area, correct? Um, or even walking through the building now, masks will be part of it uh, yeah. in our building. I don't know how much I'm supposed to share, but they're very similar to like Jags headquarters and other things. And what a lot of places are doing are temperature checks. Mm-hmm. And so, because <laughs> they're giving you a hard time, they're like you don't have a a thermometer. Yeah. And I'm actually on your side, man. Like, so Dude. you were getting ribbed about not. Does everybody, like, carry a thermometer around? Where's does everybody use a thermometer have, at your house, Brent? Right? I, I mean, the only right. reason, and we both said the same thing, the yeah. only reason we have a thermometer at our house yep. is because we have kids. Come on. And quite frankly, I don't even know where the hell the thing is. <laughs> For sure. So I do the old, what mom used to do, put your hand on the head. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, yeah, you feel hot. Yep, Let's go exactly. to the doctors. Exactly. <laughs> no, without You're a on doubt. fire, dude. Without a doubt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just taken aback at our fellow coworkers say, giving you a little bit of a hard time, Coos, about the thermometer. Like, does yeah. everybody carry a thermometer yeah. around? I would think... You, you you play the stock sometime. Yeah. Go go find me a maker of thermometers, <laughs> and I'm buying stock in thermometers. Not even that. Find one that's like a piece that like a company that makes a piece yeah. of the thermometer. You know, well, whatever yeah, the, yeah, the, the sensory part. Yeah. yeah, just get that. Well, dude, and like thermometers. Have you seen thermometers lately? They're, they're, uh, I haven't seen dude. mine. They're they're, they're looking crazy. Yeah. yeah. So I take Ronan to school. You know, it's like the daycare thing that he goes to, and every day he has to get a temperature checked. Dude, it, it's like a it's like a price gun, like yes. at a supermarket, and then it's swipe them one time and then boom there you go that's, oh, that's, how, it, that's yeah. how it goes yeah it doesn't go in your mouth anymore it doesn't go underneath your armpit little swipe Zoop. i did that's, what, that's the one i got i wasn't sure if i was supposed to get the one that's like you know goes in your mouth yeah. and then you sit there for a while though they had a few different options yeah. of places you could put it well I now I'm gonna <laughs> be honest, hey, when you're a kid it used to like 
Mom's old school. Like, had to put it in your butt of cheeks. Course, yeah. Of course. For sure. <laughs> no, like, seriously, was that, like, the only thing? It took him 35 it years did. to figure out you didn't need it in your butt cheeks? <laughs> you to put it in your butt cheeks. That was an <laughs> option. They said armpit, too. I feel like that was oh, an but, option. But the, the armpit was trash, though. Yeah. Like, the armpit was, yeah. I mean, where I came from, the armpit was trash. Okay. Like, it was, like, 10 degrees off. <laughs> I mean, dude, you, you can have, like, 135-degree fever and be fine. Like, like, it is what it is the thing armpit. Is, like, I also probably need to check my temperature, like, a good two hours before the show to make sure because if I check Check like 20 minutes before we go live, well, and, and I'm like a 1 0 whatever. It's on, dude. What are we going to do? Yeah, what do you do? I'll be pushing some crazy buttons in there. I can tell you that. that. You just FaceTime me in. All right, now press that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. This, this face scanner temperature thing so it is just insane. Scans. It scans your, your, like, your whole head. That's kind of cool. Well, yeah, but once again, I thought it like sits on the forehead. To get, I don't on, know. to get on the conspiracy theory thing once again, you know, like is my son getting his picture taken every single time and is in some kind of government oh. database? Oh my you know? gosh! Well, that, that's like now you're old. The now you're old. These are the drones, questions right? you have to be asking. I mean, Tom Brady, these holding are the out questions you have to be asking. They're related. They're directly huh? related. Could be, hey, look into it, Brett. Just let's, all I'm saying is look into uh, it. Yeah, I, I'll take my chances. <laughs> but I'll tell you this, like, if. I mean, people are going to stay inside their houses. Yeah. Sooner. Like, uh, you got to, well, you got to, what happens if you forget your thermometer? First of all, I mean, I don't always have Kuz's back, but I have Kuz's back on this one. Give me the names of the, the office staff that <laughs> made fun of you for have, not having a thermometer in your house. Show me the Swiss family Robinsons that we have in our office that are like, oh, I'll take your temperature, son, every single, like, come on. What are we talking again, about they here? have to have kids. Like, if yeah. they don't have yeah. kids, you don't have they a do. thermometer yeah. in your house. I'm not sure why it's Swiss family Robinson. They definitely have kids. Yeah, like, I know no they sense. have young kids. So, I mean, I got one, and and it's just it's one of those scenes that I'm like, well, now I'm worried about the battery running out. If I have to use this every day, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Hold on, I'm late to work. I had to go to Walgreens. Well, the, the one you had grown up, <laughs> but did you have like the, the old school like, Mercury one, right? Where it took like oh, forever. Yeah. You had to like, yeah. shake it yeah. and everything. Yeah. I had no. It was that was a black magic right there, dude. Because like my grandma had to shake it first, and I don't know what that was doing, or she had to like, put it into like a faucet, <laughs> and it took like 25 minutes to actually read something. That's hey, some black magic. I tell you what, though, I would stay home for good if you had to do the actual COVID test like every day. Oh, yeah. 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 That thing looks uncomfortable. I know, man. I think I would. Like, I, I get it. Got me and it's fine once in a while. Yeah. But every day, if you had to do that. Did Marcel get it done? He did. Said it was rough. It's tough. Yeah. The yeah. only way I would go through it, if they, like, like if somehow I got connected with the NBA potential bubble, and they're like, you have to take a test every single day. Sign me up. I'm doing it. You would it. do it. I would do it. You'd want to do it. That See, I, I, I'd, like, hesitate to want to go to stuff because of it. If you take 10 COVID tests in a row, 10 days straight, you're going to earn your stripes of something that you pushed Ooh. your body and mentality to the physical limits. That would do it? You would earn my respect. Okay. They're literally going to touch your brain. Or, or, or a tattoo on your neck. Pick one. I don't care. <laughs> Either one. ESPN 690 on your neck. I just feel neck. like, like if, I, if I did that, if that's my physical feat, when you say this in 10 years, yeah. and you'd be like, hey, remember the time I climbed whatever hill, 14,000 feet, yeah. and burned... 5,000 calories, and it was snowing at the top, and yeah. I got retweeted by uh, McCarty. Oh, man, he did two points. Uh, I was so pumped yeah. up. And then I say, yeah, I took COVID-19 <laughs> tests, and they, they threw like idea. this uh, swab down in my, up my Wait. nose 10 times in a row. Seeing blood. Oh, you're my hero. No started bleeding. I know you're right. right. Yeah. Right. Like that's not going to carry the weight. I take Let's it back. Let's just set a Guinness World Book of Records for longest COVID test. Like, how longest time you kept it up there. Oh, I'm oh sure it's God. not that long. Listen, I had sinus surgery. And oh, when you have oof. sinus surgery, like, you realize how much room there is up there. 
Really? Like, cause they kind of do shove that stuff up, like something yeah. like that, actually even more, I think. And oh. it's like, whoa, how do you do that? Like, is that in the back of my head right now? So do you like, the, <laughs> like do you get like gauze in your nose and to take them out eventually? Like, oh, do you yeah. have to keep it in for a couple oh. days? Yeah, yeah. Is it like so, like, is it like one of the best feelings to take the gauze out and can breathe? Yeah, it was pretty yeah. good. It's oh, a life changer, man. Mine. I would sign up for sinus surgery. If it started to come back right now, which it can, yeah. I would do sinus surgery, like, again, right now. Painful, though? It, it, I had a pretty good experience. People have okay. different experiences. Sure. But it was a game changer, man. Like <sighs> I'm nervous about mine, man. I I get allergies now yeah. a little bit, and so that sucks when you get the allergies. But sure. allergies on top, like, I was getting sinus stuff, like, every week, mm-hmm. and it was just miserable. I wonder if it's similar. So I, I would my, do it uh, tomorrow again. I, I mean, when I'm done fighting, I'm definitely going to do it. You can use the NFL insurance and get it done. Yeah, but you should. I, I'm just afraid. It's a game changer. This, yeah, but with this snob, man, this is like, <laughs> this is like the <laughs> labyrinth right here, man. This is like, uh, who knows what's going to happen with this thing? Yeah. Yeah, I'm my, afraid. Uh, my atenoids taken out when I was like in eighth grade. Yep. And just like, and I wasn't able to breathe out of my nose ever. And once those went away, it was like, a whole new world, like smelling pizza. I remember, like the first time I actually smelled pizza, I was like, "Oh Walking my!" Walking on sunshine. <laughs> yeah. oh. That's some game changer stuff. Hey, Jamal Adams, could he be a game changer for the Jacksonville Jaguars? Yeah. Seriously thinking, okay, the Jaguars are are a team. They've reset their their roster. They have they have a, such a young football team. They have some. They have very moderate talent, it looks like, in the back uh, end in terms of the safety position. I still feel like there's some hope for Ronnie Harrison to be good, but I don't like what I've been hearing. Uh, not from Harris. I'm just saying I thought people would be more excited about him, and I don't think they are. I think they're like, okay, he's good, but he's not as good as I thought he might be trending toward, uh, at least. So i, I got to see him again this year, and, and maybe he does take that step. Uh, Jared Wilson, I think, is Jared Wilson. And there's something to be said for being a guy like Jared Wilson, plays every snap. I think he does okay, but he's never going to be an elite player. So if you take their position, they don't love their safety spot. I I, I know that. Uh, but they're also like, okay, we can play with it. That's why I didn't make too many moves there this year. Jamal Adams would really give you a bona fide like pro bowl or star. On that level of your defense, you like your front seven. You have some talent there, whether it's even one guy. I'll pick Josh Allen and then Miles Jack. Well, now in the back end, C.J. Henderson could be that, but you don't know. Jamal Adams is that. Mm-hmm. Like he could, he could carry you into this next phase of your roster and still a guy that has a lot of good football ahead of him. Why do I like that? I, I like the idea of a Jamal Adams in a Jags uniform if I could make a move that made sense. When you talk about Jamal Adams, you talk about a couple things here, Brent. Okay, obviously the guy is an all-pro. So from the football skill set, yeah, he's definitely a guy you want to be. I think any team in the NFL would take a Jamal Adams. I mean, the guy is that good. But here's why I want Jamal Adams on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Do you know what's great about playing on the side of the ball in terms of defense, Brent? It's that you can be relentless. You can just put your hair back and just fly. Right? It's not really analytical. You don't have to worry about the snap count. All you do is read and react. And when all you do is read and react, that comes with an attitude, and that comes with a swagger, and that comes with a toughness. If I was to tell you right now, Brent, you know, I'm in the Jacksonville Jaguars defensive, let's just say, I'm sorry, their defense in general. What defender is the guy that kind of gets everybody hyped up? What defender is the guy that makes the big hit, gets over the guy's face, and kind of flexes in front of him a little bit? You know, kind of adds that swagger, adds that just, you know, the right there kind of Fred kind of guy. What guy is that going to be right now in the Jacksonville Jaguars? Yeah, that's a good call. I mean, Miles could have a sense of that, maybe. 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 Uh, you know, does Chason bring a little bit of that? Is Jan, Jan is that. 
Jan is that, um, you know, like CJ Henderson, obviously, I think he's more of a mild man. Yes, yes, it's not, not going to be that. But, you my, have but no, my point is. Let's be honest, man. You don't have. You have very little swag yeah. in the back end right now. And you had a ton of it. With Jalen Ramsey. So this well, is, not only, but Tayshawn Gibson. Exactly. And even AJ had his own, like, on the field, he was yeah. quiet off, but on the field, he would bring it a little bit. Yeah. So, see, that's the thing, Brent, right? Where defensive linemen, like, listen, you know this, Brent, defensive linemen are crazy, right? And and you're always going to get kind of the, you know, the, 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 the killer mentality on defensive line because you kind of have to have a little bit of that craziness to play in the trenches, without a doubt. But what puts a defense over the top is the secondary. It's that one guy like a Richard Sherman, like an Earl Thomas, who you know is going to bring it, who you know is just he has that dog in him, as we always talk about here on the show. And if you have that guy in the secondary, well, man, then you guys are set. you know. And right now, I think especially in the secondary of the Jacksonville Jaguars, but you look at it, you don't see that. Okay, Probably not even close right now. So to bring in a Jamal Adams, yes, you're bringing in an all-pro caliber player, but you're also bringing in a guy who adds the attitude, who adds that swag, who can change the culture around. I compare it to Cleo Mack in Chicago. When the Chicago Bears brought in Cleo Mack, what's this? All of a sudden, 85 Bears are back? Because Cleo Mack was that good. He brought that mentality. He brought that physicality. And I think Jamal Adams can do the same thing in the secondary. Yeah, I, I, I do like it. I like what you're saying. I think a little swagger. I think a little veteran experience. I think a proven commodity. Uh, and you got some dollars. You know, you can make some money. You, you make some waves there. I, I get I, it would have to be you got to show me the deal yeah. for me to feel good about it. To be honest with you, I still want Jan here. I think it makes you so unique. To have three guys now that can really rush the passer, I understand the reality that it's probably not good, but I want Jan here, so I'm going to hold out until that becomes, again, well, impossible. Let me ask you this. Who would you rather have right now on the team, Yannick Ngakwe or Adams? Hmm. It's a great call. Who makes you better? I want whoever makes me better. Sure. Uh, ooh. <laughs> I mean, there's arguments for both, let's be honest. Don't let me off the fence. I'm trying to help you out. Uh, Someone take his temperature. I just don't know if Adams and the safety position is that impactful. Hmm. And and I obviously know how impactful Jan has been. And again, it makes you so like you can sit here and tell me that you hate the Jags roster. But I can tell you right now that the Jags have something that nobody else has. They got three guys they think that can get after the passer. Nobody has that. Now, it might be too many. You can make the case. But nobody has a room that has Ngakwe, Allen, and Chason. Now, I understand there's a little bit of hope in there, too, because you haven't seen Chason. Mm-hmm. And even Allen's just done it for a year. But that's a lot of love right there in that room, man. I think people would say... You know, you can go get me Khalil Mack and whoever. Yep. You can go get me uh, Vaughn Miller and Chubb. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people would take that. But if I threw in Chase on along with what the Jags have, mm, I don't know. It's tough to beat. Not too many people have it. You're right. So I think I'd lean that way. I still feel like I, I think you're better long term if I can get Jan mm-hmm. and keep him and make us so different at 25 years old, 20. Three years old with Josh Allen, I'm guessing there. I don't know exact age. And what's Chase on? 22? Mm-hmm. 23? I mean, holy cats, man. I got my pass rushing unit for the next five years. And quite frankly, I'm only paying one of them for the next three. Yeah. So that's why I still hold out the hope of Jan. I just think it's something that makes you so unique. And I just don't get the feel. I mean, think about safety positions. And think about 
who's been so impactful? And there have been some good ones now. Earl yeah. Thomas, yeah. most recently. Ed Reed. Ed Reed is a fantastic example. Palomalu, of course, Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you need them. Mm-hmm. But not as much as you usually need the pass rushers. Yeah. What if you would answer the question? I mean, given what the Jags had. Now, yeah. again, you're asking me, would I be okay riding with Chason and Allen for the next however many years? And now I have Adams in that back end. It's a great question. I just feel like with Jan, it makes me so unique. It does. I, I got some, when I can have something the rest of the NFL doesn't have, I want that. No, you're, you're right there. Um, definitely hard question. Kind of regretting asking it now because I have to answer this one myself. <laughs> I, I look at it like this, and you know how I feel about depth in terms of pass rushing. If I can get Yannick Ngakwe, if I can get Chase on, if I can get Josh Allen on the field at the same time, like in that NASCAR package, goosebumps for days, okay? I'm excited for that. And let's be honest, with a pass-happy league, you're probably in that kind of package, maybe realistically uh, 20% maybe of the um, of the play calling there. So I get that. But I'm also a realist, and I'm also a big-picture type of thinker in terms of football. And I know that, yes, would keeping Yannick Ngakwe be beneficial? You better believe it, man. I still, 25 years old, very young. Um, you can do a lot of things with him. But at the same time, to have Yannick Ngakwe, to have Josh Allen and Chase on the field at the same time, like I said, it's only 20%. When I can have Jamal Adams on the field... of the time when I can have Jamal Adams play free safety or strong safety. If I have to stop the run against the Tennessee Titans, Jamal Adams, come on down to the box and say what's up to Derrick Henry for me because you're going to put him on his back. If I have to stop the passing game, maybe the Indianapolis Colts, all right, Jamal Adams, you know how to stop Phillip Rivers. Just stay back there, make the right play calls, and do your thing. So I just think in terms of what he can give you, not only from a leadership standpoint, from a physicality standpoint, and also you can do a lot of di- dynamic things uh, with Jamal Adams. I think Jamal Adams is the answer for me. That's uh, an interesting one. It's a good call. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a wrong answer. There's not here, a wrong answer. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it makes you dynamic. I think the, the here's what makes me better. Yeah. Uh, are you that deficient at safety that you feel like it needs that kind of upgrade? It would be a mega upgrade because you do already do have the bodies mm-hmm. at defensive end if you if you see Jan go. Uh, and, and, you know, I just saw Pro Football Focus said if you could have rank, it's like rank these top four rushing offenses, I think is what they put out there. And, you know, the Ravens were one. Now I forget who the other one uh, San was. Nah, it might have been the Panthers okay. uh, with McCaffrey. Sure. And then two other ones were Colts Titans. So, you know, yeah. the Jags emphasis, here's what the Jags are right on. They have an emphasis on stopping the run this year. Mm-hmm. Well, in their division, that's a good emphasis to have. That's the scarier part of the offenses, even with Phillip Rivers, even with Deshaun Watson. Now with Hopkins gone, Mm -hmm. you know, the scarier part of those two teams and two out of the three teams in the division is the run game. And so from your vantage point, Jack Stan brings this up, and I think it's a good good, uh, comment. Might be looking way into this, but we've heard stories about how some in the locker room were upset with the front office for paying big money to guys outside the organization before rewarding their own. Mm -hmm. Assume they'd have to pay Adams post-trade, which they would have to. Wonder if the team is aware of that. Uh, It's a good thought. Now, I think there was a little bit of a mixed bag. I think, yes, the Norwells of the world, but there was also some angst inside that building with the Ramseys and everybody about paying Bortles, about paying, uh, I think, even Linder uh, at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it had some in-house payment plans, too, that people weren't too happy about. 
I don't get the sense a guy with a as a proven commodity. This would feel more more like paying Calais Campbell. I don't think anybody viewed paying Calais Campbell was a mistake, mm-hmm. or like, what are you doing? Why aren't you paying me? And I think Adams would fall into that because of his history and his resume. Yeah, I mean, I think Schobert falls in that category, too, where all of a sudden you bring in a pretty legit middle linebacker, yeah. and you're talking about a new defense. I would say, though, if he, I think Adams even has, carries more weight than that, right? Sure, yeah, absolutely. Someone might yeah. be like, you know, if you hadn't paid Miles Jack and maybe paid him too soon, Jack might be like, what the hell are you doing? No, no, for sure. Right? I agree with that. Yeah, but, th- but they did pay him. Um. Yeah, I mean, listen, anytime that you, you're you capable of bringing an all-pro player in, you know, regardless of the position, Brent, like, that that means something, okay? Whether it was, like, a Clayus Campbell or it's, like, a, an Adams now, like, that carries some weight. Now, do you have guys in the locker room going to be like, whoa, you're going to bring this guy but not pay me? I really don't think so because at the end of the day, you see Jamal Adams' accolades, and obviously you know who he is as a player because you play against him or you have peers that play against him, so you hear the stories. I mean, that that type of guy coming into your franchise shows that you're trying to win, okay? So, like, I don't think, you know, current players are trying to get new contracts and be like, well, I can't believe they're bringing him and I'm getting screwed over. No, man, they're bringing him in to win. You're, they're bringing him in to try to win a Super Bowl. That's the goal of this whole thing. That's why we're here in the first place. So either you get on board and you get with it or you get out. But, like, bringing a guy like that in is an indication that you're trying to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I think – keep in mind, too, I think the Jags have gotten rid of a lot of the players that might show angst over such a move. Mm-hmm. They have such a young locker room. They have nobody to pay. They have Jan to try to get done if, they are, if they're still trying to do that. Mm-hmm. And outside of that, they really don't have anybody they have to pay. Now, there are guys that could earn it, yeah. from Fournette to Robinson to Dee, Dee Westbrook and others. But there are, there's nobody they have to throw a bunch of money at right now, mm-hmm. unless I'm missing somebody. I mean, they, they're that young. Yeah. So they don't have, at least for the next year or two, they wouldn't have that kind of mentality. You know. And again, keep in mind, we're going to talk about Jalen next. And Jalen is a guy that tried to get paid two years in advance. And brought that angst into the situation. You know, I mean, a little out of order Yeah, is where that started. Now, there's a lot going on there. I get it. But one of the guys that showed angst about the Bortleses and and those kind of contracts is a guy that was trying to get paid, like, for for his superstardom earlier than most people get paid for their superstardom. And I guess Adams, to a degree, is trying to do a little bit of that, too, and take control of his contract so the team doesn't have total control over him right now. Jan just tried to do it as well. DeAndre Hopkins tried to do it as well. DeAndre DeAndre Hopkins Hopkins wanted to get paid. I think he had three more years on his contract. (laughs) And Bill O'Brien's like, I guess we got to, I mean, once again, if I'm Bill O'Brien, I'm like, no, you're going to play another year. This is how contracts work. Not going to lose you. One of the best wide receivers in the league. But Bill O'Brien's like, let's see what David Johnson's talking about. Let's just see what happens there. But whatever. But... Yeah, I mean, there is a fine line, right? Like, where where is it proper if you're, you know, a, a star player in the NFL? Where do you have the jurisdiction to go, you know what, I deserve a new contract? Is it two years out? Is it three years out? Is it one year out? It's hard for me to say, Brent. Okay, yeah, well, I think agents and, and some players have tried to change the game. In they are trying to change the game, you know? And listen... There's a reason why the star players are doing this, right? Because they have all the leverage. Like, and listen, say what you want about Jalen Ramsey not being here anymore. I get that he left uh, a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths, but I would much still rather have Jalen Ramsey here than not have him here. Okay, like I think Jalen Ramsey is that great of a player. I think he's that important of a position at the cornerback spot. Now I get it. Regardless of what you think about him off the field, on the field, the guy was pretty legit. So players realize that. Listen, if you're a bona fide wide receiver. 
if you're a bona fide corner, even if you're a bona fide safety, I think, like, you still have the power. Like, teams will be willing to make a risk. I mean, look at Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown is one of the best running wide receivers in the league. And the Oakland Raiders paid him an extra $30 million just for a couple a sip of tea at training camp. You know, like, teams will always be willing to risk it for the biscuit because, once again, if you bring in these high-caliber, talented players at the most premier spots, they're going to make, make an impact on your team. So, once again, like, am I upset that, you know, guys ask for contracts three years out of the game? Or, I mean, three years left on the contract? A new one? I'm not upset about it because, at the end of the day, I don't hate the player, Brent. Yeah, hate the game. Yeah, uh, I get it. I, to, to Jack Stan's question, I, I think it's twofold. One, I don't think the climate of the locker room is like it was a couple of years ago in that regard. So I don't think you're going to get a whole bunch of that. You're so young. <laughs> it's hard to get that. And two, I think a guy like Jamal Adams in this type of situation warrants a payday. And also the resume says he's a heck of a football player. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of want, like to your point, if you're going to win, if you're trying to build to win, you want guys like that. You need guys like that. You have to pay guys like that sure. eventually, even from the outside, if you're going to get it done, but it's a, it's a really good question. Uh, Jamal Adams, Yannick Ngakwe, we're getting some answers. Uh, we have it out there on, on Twitter. Who would you prefer? Who makes you better? Uh, Jan uh, Adams is an answer. Adams easily. Jan is an answer. So a uh, couple of each right now. And again, what I even put out there when I put in social media, if you want to answer this question, and you can always jump in as well on the phones, 904-362-9901, star star 690. It's You've got to assume that the relationship with Jan is is, is smoothed over. It, it got done. It, mm-hmm. it got figured out. I know there's a lot of angst with Jan right now. But I'm asking you from a football standpoint. If you're building a football team, if it didn't have all this stuff going on with Jan, who makes you better right now? Who do you want on this team? Who who would you take if you had a choice of one or the other, given what the Jaguars have and don't have? And uh, right now it's kind of split down the middle uh, with a couple of the responses that uh, we got. Hey, when we come back, we will talk a little Jalen Ramsey. If Jalen Ramsey signs and he communicates well with L.A. and it's he's kind of indicated he did, and Rams take care of him because they well kind of have to they gave up so <laughs> you're, you're much. Pot committed to him, but it doesn't become drama filled. What does it say about Ramsey what he did here in Jacksonville, or what does it say about the Jacksonville Jaguars' inability to get something done and keep him here? Hmm. Is there anything it does say? Be interested about that because there is one more big I hate Jalen thing coming. And that's when he lands this mega deal that that will make him the richest cornerback in the league, in the league's history. And he will land that at some point. But fans around here ain't going to like it. (laughs) And and they're rooting for drama. Yeah. Rooting. We are are in Jacksonville. People are rooting for drama with L.A. Yep. Because we had to deal with it. Yeah. Now hopefully you have to deal with it. Care to get into this. (laughs) It's next on ESPN 690. Got a chance to visit the Kennedy Space Center on 7. Um, that was during the peak shuttle period at the time uh, when they were shooting off about four shuttles a year to really wanting to learn more about the space in the aviation world, to getting the degree, to then you know, showing up in February at the badging station and being an official employee of NASA. Um, it was a, a pretty unique experience, to say the least. And... Uh, very informative. You know, I learned a lot of technical things about what it's like to be an aerospace engineer every single day. That's Joshua Dobbs, Jaguars quarterback and uh, NASA intern. He goes by Astro Yep. when we talk about him. Yeah, he does. Kind of gave him that nickname, right? Yeah. Because well, on his suit, 
Yeah. Or did we give it to him, or did no. he say that's what he picked? Yeah, I mean, well, we're being kind of generous right now with ourselves. He actually picked his own nickname. He picked his yeah, own Astro. Okay, yeah. I didn't know if we gave it to him. It'd be pretty cool, though, if we did. Can you imagine him, like, going walk on the moon? This is Astro. We can be like, yes, being 690 right there. Uh, either way, we, yeah. we approved of it. We, we did approve of it. Yep, yep. <laughs> we, uh, we gave him the clearance. So there you go. Well, so Dobbs is down... For the SpaceX launch today, supposed to go, I think, at 4.33. Yeah. Well, it got scrapped. As we we're going to break, got breaking news that it was going, uh, it got scrapped. So uh, they're going to try it again on Saturday. Weather was 50-50 down there. So, saw some of the storm clouds. Obviously, you need ideal conditions. Would have been the first time uh, American astronauts into space uh, since 2011. Yeah. I love that stuff, man. Like, I'm not smart enough to know science and space and and all that it's kind of like the weather like if i was a little bit smarter and and could get the science part yeah. down i could have easily gone into the weather side of it. Mm-hmm. i'm fascinated by the weather sure but i'm not smart enough so <laughs> but i am fascinated with nessa i was a space camp kid i told you oh, that yeah, you, yeah, i you went did, to space yeah. camp when yeah. i was in like fifth grade yeah Couple things. Number one, when we talk about what can you do to kind of set yourself apart a little bit, Brent, from a me- mental exertion and physical exertion, become a weatherman, Brent. Become a weatherman. If did you do that, cool. I have respect for you. Does I'll it have count that I already did the weather in Louisiana? Ah, uh, well, it is not well, fitting well, the well, bill. Don't tell me that. It doesn't quantify well, 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 don't, it. Don't for tell me. me that. Okay. Well, I'm trying to help you. Try to make it feel better. What was the other question here you bringing up? Sorry. Nah, nah, nothing. I just, okay. Do you like do you like the space stuff? Oh, dude, do I love. The, I mean, like, I don't does like Ronan it. like? Does he know the the, the it, launch is happening? He didn't know the launch was happening. Um, and I'm kind of guilty about that. That's my fault, you know. And that's my bad. Um, chalking up for the bad parenting, um, list. As a kid, I was obsessed with space. Like my favorite book as a kid was I want to be an astronaut. Like that, that was the book. And I like literally I was six years old and I would impress people because I had it memorized. Right. Like I had like this 20 page book memorized, but I would act like I'm reading it in front of people for the first time. They're like, wow, six years old. Can you already read words? No, I just read the book like a hundred times, have it memorized, but it is what it is. But, um, yeah, I always wanted to be an astronaut as a kid. I, I was fascinated with space, with spaceships, with planets. Like that was definitely my jam. And, um, you know, it's almost kind of like nostalgic when these things happen, right? I mean, unfortunately, it didn't get launched today, but hopefully Saturday goes off without a hitch. But, like, it's, it's kind of like the inner child that was like, wow, we're, we're going to space again. It's pretty cool. And now let's be honest here. SpaceX Dragon? Are you kidding me? Could you imagine being an astronaut on SpaceX Dragon? Pretty cool. Like, I mean, what's is there anything more badass than that? Like, maybe, like, SpaceX Warhawk? But besides that, Dragon, like, all due respect to Apollo 13, all those guys, like, but, yeah, I was part of Apollo 13. Wow. Thank you for your service. That's awesome. I was part of SpaceX Dragon. Oh, well, right this way, sir. Here in Ruth Chris, free steak for you, free beer for you. Like, dude, if you're SpaceX Dragon, that means something. Uh, I, it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. We went down uh, to watch the final. It was supposed to be the final night launch. Morning launch, early morning launch, so in the dark. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> so yeah. It was really an early morning, morning launch. Yep. Because, so we went down there. And uh, with the kids, and this would have been, I think it was around that time. Was I don't know if the final time we sent Americans to space was also that final night launch launch, like in 2011. But it yeah. would have been around that time. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I can't remember. But we went down there. Everybody's down there, right? And you're sitting across the water, and, and you got the backup and, and ready to roll. And kind of the kids are sleeping. They're like five yeah. and uh so but we're ready to wake him up yeah we're down four in the morning the thing get scrubbed dang scrapped scrapped scrapped, scrapped. i think scrubbed, scrubbed works scrubbed works uh yeah. but 
So we went down right. for it, and we, we didn't see it, and then we, we never went back down. So that would have been pretty cool to yeah. see. Uh, it's it's just a neat place uh, overall, and, and I think it's an interesting thing that people get so excited about. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it fascinates me how people are excited. Like everybody at work, when a, a rocket gets launched or, you know, back when the shuttles would go more regularly, it seems like everybody exits the building just to try to catch that glimpse. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And it's, well, see, and I think there's a couple of things like that, right? Like, let's be honest. If you're a kid, you probably grew up at one point want to be a fireman. If you're uh, a kid, you probably grew up at one point want to be an astronaut. Like, even like, dude, if I see a fire truck, you know, doing its thing, I'm like, dang, look at him go. You know, yeah, hey, uh, wonder where they're going. Like, I mean, there's, I mean there's, that was one of our most fun shows. It was, man. At the fire station. Station. I, mean, I mean, yeah, Brent's pretty much like a co parent now with me because he took Rowan to see some fire trucks. And all of a sudden, <laughs> well, I'm not important anymore. Rowan. We thought yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I thought it was awesome. <laughs> but um, there's like those little instances where like we're just it brings back the nostalgia. Like I remember as a kid, I wanted to be a fireman. You know, I remember as a kid, I wanted to be an astronaut. So it's cool, you know, in our in our hectic everyday kind of you know scripted kind of lives that we have. Every once in a while, you can just kind of stop and say like, "Dang, they're going to space! Dang, there's a fire truck!" Like th- those moments are few and far between, and when they happen, it's a pretty cool thing. Yeah, very cool. Uh, so it gets scrapped, uh, scrubbed, whatever way you want to say it. <laughs> I don't know the proper word. I feel like scrubbed is the right word. Um, but now I'm wrestling uh, mental gymnastics inside my head of which way it's supposed to go. Probably scrapped, right? I feel like it's scrubbed. Okay. But it might be scrapped. Yeah. Either way, it'll be on Saturday. Exactly. Uh, Check out tonight, though, uh, Action Sports Jack Stuart Weber caught up with Joshua Dobbs about the internship with NASA and about uh, Astro. And uh, they'll have that story coming up uh, later on tonight, I think at 545 on CBS 47 and Fox 30. But definitely we'll show it tonight, 1030 on Fox 30, 1120 on CBS 47. I'm trying to throw you softballs here, man. I'm trying to find you something that you can do that would, you know, be impressive mentally and physically. What about if you go in like that chamber that spins you around in space camp? The, the, that Joshua Dobbs did. I was too young to go on that. Yeah. But let me be completely honest with you. If I could have gone on that because yeah. I was in fifth grade. Yeah. But I did not like roller coasters or anything. I was not going on it. Not going to go on no, it. No, that would not. That was like I would have been scared of that. Now? No, now I'd probably do it. Okay. Uh, but, no, now oh. I'd definitely do it. Yeah. Even though I like wouldn't want to do yeah, it. Yeah, it's like it's like, like a good idea. Well, there you go. That's your thing then. Yeah. That's your thing to do. Nah, I mean, okay. how, many, how many people have like you know? Well, can when, you do how, that? I can't how many do that. We know Joshua Dobbs. Who gets you in? It's like, do you know one of like the rides at is it Epcot or uh, or Disney? Cause you don't have to help me out, maybe. <laughs> do you, you you know Disney and Epcot really well? Sort of. Uh, forget it. I, I will, you're not gonna <laughs> well, know. It. What do you What do you got? There's one ride where you can go on. It's like you stand up. Yeah, and it spins. And it's kind of like. And I you, think it's something to do with space. It's near the. It's it's got to be Disney because it's near Space Mountain. I think. Okay, I would say Space Mountain. Um, no, 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 no. It's not Space but Mountain. But you actually stand up, and it's like one of those uh, centrifugal uh, force things, like virtual oh, experiences. I'm way off. But you can you you can go on two different levels. One's like, hey, this one's a little crazy okay. in advance, or this one's like the moderate one. Okay. I don't go on those ever again. Not even the moderate one. Really? It's bad. Really? Yeah. You're not proving your case right now to try to set yourself apart with this like the space camp stuff if you can't handle something at Space Mountain. It's, it's not Space know. Mountain. I can handle Space Mountain. Okay. But like, I kind of like Space Mountain. What do you mean you can't handle it though? Like, what's so bad about it? It it, it made me like dizzy. And and you're kind of claustrophobic. He's he's out then. He's, I, have, he's not going I do space struggle camp. with those kind of like the roller coasters that are like virtual reality roller coasters on top of it. Like I, I think even the Harry Potter one. 
and there's a lot of video element to it. Uh, Spider-Man ones like that too. Yep, I've been on that one. And and I think the the actual movement with the video like really messes me up. Like I actually don't feel good when I get off. Mission this. Space. I knew Steph would come up big for me. Mission Space. Shout out to Steph. Go. Mission Space. Mission Space. I will tell you too. My buddy Uncle Pat. He uh he asked off Mission Space. He's like, I don't want to do it. He got in, and he's like, I can't do it. I don't want to do it's it. It's gonna be a no for me. Yeah. And, so, and Uncle Pat's like 260 now. Dude, big guy asking off Mission you know, Space. Is there anything, dude? I've been on this. Yeah, when I was a kid. Mission Space is rough, man. So it's 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 and I like I don't mind those virtual ones. Like I really like Soren. Okay. <laughs> and I'll keep in mind, I was like 10 years I, I went on this ride. I, I distinctly remember now. You didn't do a good job explaining. It's okay, though. I know. But, I did. Hey, but, but you do stand up in it. You do stand up, but yeah. And there's like, like, like the control things right yeah. in front of you. Yeah. I'm going to say this. Now, I'm not going to be like your uncle and walk away. It's okay. But to be like, you're going to go on it again? I'll be honest, man. It wasn't that bad to me. I'm, I'm kind of like the guy from the Michael Jordan documentary. He's like, hey, eh. hey, Brett. Hey, hey, you know what? You're in space? Eh. Eh. Nah, <laughs> nah, wasn't too bad for me. It's okay. We, we I had, don't know. Uh, when, Mission when, space wasn't good. When Nicole and I first started dating, I, I guess she felt like she had to impress me a little bit, and she's <laughs> terrified of roller coasters. So we, I, I, I like her already. Had to impress Coos. So go we, figure. We were in line to like we the whole day with Disney. We're doing whatever she wants to do, and yep. I wanted to go on Tower of Terror. And she finds like, fine, I'll go on Tower of Terror. And I was like, we could do Rock and Roller Coaster instead. Like, that's dark. It's quick. It's, it's probably better for... Oh, it's the Tower of Terror. It's freaky out now. So we get in there. She's good. And, like, the whole time I'm like, you know, if you want off, we can leave. We don't have to do this. We can leave. Yeah. She's good. Kind of quiet. You know, you can tell she's, like, getting through the motions. Yeah. And then the the elevator opens up. We sit down and we buckle in. And right as we buckle in and the doors are shutting, she goes, I don't want to do this anymore. And I was like, oh, there's no going back now. Yeah. We are like, you are locked in. Like, That's <laughs> we awesome. are done. And she hated it. I'll tell you what, man. Shout out to Mount Olympus in Wisconsin Dells. Brian, you ever heard of the Wisconsin Dells? No. Okay, it's a it's a big tour spot uh, in Wisconsin, one of the world's largest water water parks in Noah's Ark. But they have this really sweet go-kart track there. And at the go-kart track, they have a thing called Mount Olympus. They have a roller coaster there. All wood. And I'm talking like the old school wood, like where you get on it, it starts creaking a little bit, like, Ugh. oh yeah. But get this though, they do it at night as well. So you're in pitch like black outside on this wooden roller coaster. Man, you want to talk about a rush? Been on there like a hundred times. Couldn't get enough of it as a kid. Ugh. You and Steph could go to the amusement park. The Phoenix. Then. We had that up in uh, Pennsylvania, Knobles. First roller coaster I ever nice. rode. If it's they never, wooden. if they never reopened an amusement park, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> <laughs> was it bad that I've never taken my son to Disney yet? He's five years old. What? We haven't been there yet. Yeah, we got to make that happen. Well, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I guess now you're like he's he's aware. This is a well, good age. This is a good yeah. age. But I was is he tall a... enough to like ride the ride? Oh, dude, yet? he can go on anything. Come on, okay, now. Okay. Yeah, you see how tall that kid is? Yeah. I, I can ride. I can probably drive a car right now if you wanted. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ty and Kaylee just passed the limit <laughs> like last year. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, what was gonna say? but yeah, I'm not gonna take like a two-year-old kid there because he can't appreciate it. Nah, here, son, here, here, let me go ahead and buy you a fifty-dollar Mickey nah, Mouse container that you're never gonna remember. Oh, here's Chippendale. You're not, you don't know who they are because you're two he years would, old and you can't talk. But he would enjoy love, like, the Toy Story Land that they just opened up. But um, five years old's a good. Oh, age. five years old's a great he would age. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get on that. Eventually. I can't. Well, you gotta go, man. You gotta go because you have to go like all day and experience when it changes from the happiest Easy. place on earth to the most miserable place yep. on earth. Easy. It's about seven o'clock every night. <laughs> it really does. Do they allow you to bring flasks in? Uh, no. Okay, well, I have to spend 20 bucks on a mixed drink. Can't wait. When you go back, maybe as long as you're wearing a mask, maybe you can have the flask. Like the, uh, the Avatar 
place, they yeah. do like margaritas. Yeah. Yeah. Built in, yeah. built in mask with a flask in it, Brent, with, with a straw. <laughs> yeah. Now we're talking boys. Pan that. Pan that. to detect that. Yep. Go and pan that right uh, now. All right. Uh, hey, we, we got to get to Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> Jalen Ramsey says uh, to the media that he indicates, hey, I'm not going to hold out. Uh, Rams know what I want. We're on the same page. My question is, oh, let me ask you this. Do you think Ramsey's contract will get done with, with little drama? Again, he's going to ask for and, and probably get the biggest contract ever for a corner, I would think. Yeah. Do I think there's going to be drama with the, with the L.A. Rams? No. I honestly don't think at all because, listen, if you're the L.A. Rams and you saw what was happening in Jacksonville with the back injuries, with all that kind of stuff with Jalen Ramsey, you knew what you were getting. So don't be upset if you go to the beach and get a little sand in your shoes. Well, don't be upset if you bring in Jalen Ramsey and expect it to be just a a clear process. It's not going to be. So on the Rams standpoint, I think they know what to expect. I think they have the number already in mind, and I can see it being a pretty low-key kind of deal. Okay. Uh yeah, I think they know. Listen, the Rams knew when they invested three picks and two first-rounders, they have to pay up, yep. you know, and and I don't know what that looks like uh, from a contract uh, point of view, but I think Ramsey will get it. There's always going to be some back and forth. So I'm going to assume that it gets done, and not too hastily. Mm-hmm. They have to. They, uh, Ramsey's got all the leverage here. He's got a great resume. He's a good player. Uh, I think a very good player. And he also knows that they traded away a lot to get him. So it, it will get done. Uh, I don't think it's, it's always smooth, but it will get done. So if it does, what does it say about what Ramsey pulled last year here mm-hmm. in Jacksonville? Mm-hmm. Or what does it say about the Jaguars that it got to a point where he pulled what he pulled. Yep. You know what I mean? Uh, wh- where does it land in there? Well, because, listen, that, that was such a unique deal. And that was, on many respects, out of bounds, I think, uh, what Ramsey did last year. Sure. And I also think we've hammered the organization about the way they've treated star players over the last couple of years, and the, and the trend shows that, yeah. and the latest is in Gakwe. So we've already laid all that out there. But I'm kind of curious if the Rams can handle it okay. And you know Ramsey's got a personality. You know he's asking for the world and he wants the world because mm-hmm. the money says something. It's not about the actual bank account. I get Sounds all that, right? Like me now, Brent. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, take that. Take that off the top. Yeah. But what would it say? It was the charade so, out of bounds or was it the Jets? Listen, this is another – we use it all the time. We use it with Tom Brady. But this is another classic ex-girlfriend experience right now if you're a Jaguars fan. Right, that you had something special in Jalen Ramsey, you had a lot of memories, and all of a sudden he goes off the wall, he goes crazy, okay? And, like, for whatever reason, it didn't work out, and he left, okay? Well, he goes to a team or he goes or she goes to find another dude who you know, who maybe you talk to on the regular basis. And all of a sudden you go up to this dude, it's like, dude, why are you dating her? Like, what is that like? He's like, you know what? Not bad. It's actually pretty good. We're pretty happy, you know? And all of a sudden you hear that, it's like, well, why is it working out for them, but it didn't work out for me? And that's where the term of self-reflection comes in. And you take a good look in the mirror and go, you know what? Maybe it wasn't so much of Jalen Ramsey as it was me. Maybe a little bit of the self-responsibility falls directly on me. And when we talk about that, we talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars of how they handled the situation. Now, was the back thing messed up? You better believe it, okay? Um, did he bring a lot of distractions, a lot of unwanted attention in a negative way to the Jacksonville Jaguars? Absolutely. 
But once again, why did it stem from that? And to me, it obviously stems from the Jacksonville Jaguars organization, probably more specifically a Tom Coughlin. How will he be viewed once he gets the big deal and get out of Jacksonville? Does it look like a, the right move? Like, are we? Did he lay the blueprint for others? Now, what you're going to tell me is Antonio Brown did some of this, and no. I get it. Players have done it. Le'Veon Bell. Antonio, Listen, people have asked out, but yeah. did he just lay a new blueprint? Because, to be honest with you, he gets ridiculed in Jacksonville about the back, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure he gets ridiculed around the country about the back, and I'm not sure he shouldn't be. As, like, the back yeah. thing should have been blown up more than it's been, and that's a little shame on the national media, and that's because usually the agents are in the back pocket of the nas- national media. Yeah. And so... I mean, and that's fine. I, re- I respect that. They get all their information from that. They work hard to get it, and they get relationships are relationships. But even the latest Ian Rappaport thing to come out, people around here just laugh to say it's not about the money. It's not about the money. Okay, well, it certainly felt like it was about the money in Jacksonville. As messed up as this sounds right now. up in now, a truck. As, if, as messed <laughs> up as this sounds right now, Brent, if you're a Jaguars fan or if you're the Jaguars organization, you're pr- praying to the high heavens right now that the deal between Jalen Ramsey and the L.A. Rams goes on forever, and it gets ugly. Yeah, yeah. Because if it doesn't, then what does that say about your organization? If you're a Jaguars fan and you're all in on the Jaguars and all of a sudden Jalen Ramsey goes to a new team and signs a contract with no drama, how do you feel if you're a Jaguars fan? Not that excited. So Jaguars fans need to hope for that. We get like a season five of the Young and the Restless. Just chaos nonstop. Just nonstop. Well, he said this. Well, they said this. Now it's going to happen? Yeah, we'll see. But if you're a Jaguars fan, you have to hope for that because if it goes smoothly, it says a lot about your organization, man. And once again, we talk about the bad optics and putting the Jacksonville Jaguars in the bad light. To me, if it goes off without a hitch with Jalen Ramsey saying a new contract, that puts the Jaguars in a bad light. It does. Well, I'm, I'm going to say this, though, with a caveat that I don't think people are willing to discuss enough. All of that stuff kind of transpired. And again, I'm not sure this is the only thing they made Tom Coughlin escape. Yep. How much just Tom Coughlin and how much of it is the organization? I think we don't know because what the Jazz will say internally, and this might be a bad self-reflection of themselves, say, well, we fixed that because Tom Coughlin's not here. You still, br- but you still made the decision to bring him in the first place. That's right. Okay. It, but, it's that's a dangerous, but it can be a dangerous thing to do. Yes, is look at this situation and be like, well, that was Tom. Zero responsibility. And again, I mean, they kind of did it. I think even like if you look at it right now, we, we go back to the history of it. They did it with Gus. Said, "Hey, it's all Gus, 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 Gus." Well, it worked in year one. Said, "Okay, you're right. It was." Yeah. Well, it didn't really transpire much after that. So, are they saying it's all Tom, Tom, Tom? And then we're going to find out in a year or two or three. Well, it's really more institutional yeah. inside the organization than it was one guy. Listen, accountability is always absolute. And in terms of accountability, the Jaguars have to accept it, okay? Now, yeah, do you want to blame Tom Coughlin, make him the scapegoat? So be it. But at the end of the day, you still hired him. You still put him in charge, and you're responsible for the consequences after it. So hopefully the Jaguars can own up to that. We'll see what happens. But you just can't blame it all on Tom Coughlin. You, you seriously can't. I'm sorry. The, the hate is real uh, with Jalen Ramsey and the Jags fans, and it's going to ramp up a notch when he gets this mega contract uh, whenever that is. I have a hard time believing there will be no drama. And it would almost be disappointing if there isn't any drama with Jalen Ramsey. If you don't get blocked in the next three months, I'm going to be so super disappointed. I don't think he, I don't even know if he pays attention to us Oh, he, he pays attention, Brent. You're always on his Google radar. Come on. Ramsey. Search <laughs> Ramsey. Yeah, it's happening. <laughs> when we come back, more football talk and a little more on the baseball salaries and how we got so greedy in sport to get to a tipping point, I believe, and not just in baseball. It's next on ESPN 690. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase. It's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. 
For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.